Good morning and welcome to Front Row Center, the Montana Public Radio weekly arts interview. I'm Michael Marsalek. Joining me in our Missoula studios today is Charlene Campbell-Carey. Charlene is the artistic director for Rocky Mountain Ballet Theater based in Missoula and president of Ballet Beyond Borders. And coming up this Wednesday through Saturday, it's the fourth event of Ballet Beyond Borders. It's an international dance festival and all sorts of activities happening. Uh, it's a competition and much more, right? It's a global cultural exchange. Yes. Well, talk a little bit about the idea behind this, because I think that that idea of how, how can you um, make the world connected and smaller in some way through arts and dance is something that I think lots of organizations try to figure out how to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and But you've, you've always had a kind of a global reach and a global intention behind uh, your organization, uh, Rocky Mountain Ballet Theater. Um, how did this particular thing come about and, and what, what kind of is the mission? Well, we started traveling in 2002 internationally, our Mon- Montana brand of dancers from primarily Missoula. Um, So it's not um, by accident, I think, that we've evolved to this point. All of that uh, international travel and bringing Montana to the world, it was, you know, a cycle. Now the world is returning to us. And with increasingly interesting opportunities, it's certainly dance that has led our journey, but it works hand-in-hand now with um, international uh, cultural affairs and diplomacy, and we attract a different type of uh, artist, not just dancer. We attract the the people, and I do mean globally, that are hungry to use their art form as a form of communication and to... um, use their art form to do good deeds in their community at home and abroad. So it's, you know, it sounds like the ballet was the diamond and the tiara type thing, Um, but it's no longer that that mission is to put, you know, a beautiful ballerina on stage. But it it is what initiated it, and um, one example is, in this past year, we've been in China and Russia in just the few past few months on a USA State Department tour. We have um, really very important guests coming from those two regions just because of our, our journey there. And they're coming not just to promote their own dancers. They're coming to um, create new projects for the future, way into the future, between Montana, the United States, and specifically um, Kazan, Tatarstan of the Russian Federation, and Pakistan, which, wow, Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Our, we have a guest coming from Islamabad, and um, not only is he bringing his stories, he's bringing a feature film, and it's about the impact that the Taliban has had on Pakistan's culture and the perception of Pakistan in the world. Um, so that gives you an idea of the, the breadth of the stories. Uh, in Russia, we were hosted by this gentle, other gentleman, Ravil, who I met in Washington a dozen years ago um, on my way to South America on a trade mission with our former you know, senator and ambassador, Max Baucus. And we've been trying for a decade to find an event together. He is now the host of a folk festival singing folk festival in um, the Russian Federation, and we were the only Americans invited this October. And here he comes 
now all the way to Montana next week. Well, a wonderful cultural exchange, and mm-hmm. it seems like ever-expanding in terms mm-hmm. of, you, know, you mentioned film, other kinds of things, but there's, there's actually a, a, a choreography competition. There's many different kinds of uh, dance represented as well uh, in competition and demonstration, right? Definitely, yes. And, you know, front and center, I always like to mention Louis Plant because he's been with us for so long, and he has been instrumental in bringing these shared values that we have across the across the world with the Salish Kootenai dancing and drumming and his culture. This year he's uh, providing a whole series of drumming um, performances along with the dancing. They'll be in the gala. They'll be in the diplomacy conference. But yes, there's hip-hop. We have three wonderful artists coming from you know, the urban inner city of Los Angeles this year. And yes, the choreography competition is new. And because I'm a choreographer, and um, that's obviously the direction I'm always looking towards. And also to nurture those young minds that are um, going to be the future. We're talking about Ballet Beyond Borders. It's an event taking place in Missoula. Wednesday through Saturday this coming week, you can go to rmbt.org and then click on Ballet Beyond Borders and uh, schedule, ongoing schedule will be updated and will be available there. And I'm talking with Charlene Campbell Carey today. Uh, you also have the role of arts in global society, um, an international diplomacy conference as part of this every year, right? And Yes, and I could, you know, we could make that just a full week. We have that many stories to share. And some of those stories you don't know until they get off the plane and you think, oh, my goodness, I wish we could, you know, stick this in. Um, In addition to the diplomacy conference, we also have an essay contest, which grows and grows and grows. I mean, the first year, a couple kids wrote essays. Now, now they're, you know, sending their essays in and say, can I do, can I submit two, one for each topic or such a thing. Um, I'm mentioning that because one of our returning winners from last year, Julia from Sao Paulo, uh, she's just submitted her essay, and she's staying with her host family up the rattlesnake. So we're starting to see these returning academic um, endeavors as well, not just the the ballet or the, even the dance, but kids who are hoping to get a scholarship to a you know a great university based on the whole picture. And the Art of uh, Diplomacy series um, this year, I think we're calling it Creative or Cultural Crossroads. Um, We'll open with two very interesting topics that I would not say are are for the children. The children can go to the ballet classes offered on Saturday morning. Um, We have a choreographer coming who her work is about human traffic, Mm. and she creates films in addition to it with the stories of these individuals who have um, of all ages and all genders, and it's called Hidden Tears. That's the first thing on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock. It will have a film. It will have a panel discussion. It will have live performances. It will have some stories. And it also includes the missing and murdered indigenous women. There will be an exhibit of these beautiful red dresses. And Clara and Kaya will perform in honor of the missing and murdered indigenous women. Um, Followed by There is Room for Everyone, which is a topic that's about inclusion and diversity and gender relevance in the dance world and in our daily life. And it's being presented by Sophie Rebecca, who just got here last night from the UK. She's the first transgender dancer that's passed through the Royal Academy of Dance syllabus as an adult dancer. So very provocative um, topics and very relevant in today's society. And from after those two, we have um, 
really a family-friendly event from 11 to 1. Many performances from Israel. Um, our gentleman from Pakistan, Jamal Shah, will talk about art for change and reveal from Russia. And um, the gala is at 6 p.m. If you live in Montana, I hope you come. And Charlene, um, almost every event is free and open to the public. The, the gala is the big ticketed event, which is kind of the finale. Um, but many of the competitions and the events that are happening uh, uh, throughout the, the, the four days are, are free and open to the public, right? So it's all offered for free except for the final gala ticket. So there's a very good reason for that is that I don't want just the jury sitting in one row across the theater. The entire purpose of this is for the children from around the world and the adults from around the world to interact with the Montana community and to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And where do, where do most of the events take place? You're at a number of venues, right? Yes. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, all day long, we're in the Denison Theater. You can come and go. Wednesday is open category, which means every form of dance is, is welcome, followed by the contemporary category. Thursday is ballet, 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 ballet in every form and will be very exciting. And Friday is the finals in all categories. So Friday, you could just, you know, the, it's, it's electric in that theater. Everybody's got a favorite by that point and is rooting for their, you know, their 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 favorite da- um, art, young artist. Um we also have an opening night event, Wednesday night at the Mask downtown studios. It's got a Silk Road theme to it. Um, Su Han Chen from the Confucius Institute is helping us sponsor that. And the reason we can offer this for free is truly because of the help from the Washington Foundation and the Drollinger Family Foundation. Um, and as far as my mission goes, that having it free and open to the public is the purpose of the Global Cultural Exchange. We're talking about the fourth international dance festival, Ballet Beyond Borders. It takes place in Missoula, January 9th, Wednesday through Saturday the 12th at uh, various locations presented by Rocky Mountain Ballet Theater. If you'd like more information, go to rmbt.org. That's the best place for the updated schedule as we get into the week. I've been talking today with Charlene Campbell Carey, the artistic director for Rocky Mountain Ballet Theater and president of Ballet Beyond Borders. Thank you so much for coming to talk with us again. Thank you for inviting me. Have a fabulous week. Thank you.